Hi everybody, this is Katie Wilson here and we are, as an English department, coming together to celebrate Kathy Piccolo as she retires in the middle of a global pandemic. We are so sad that we can't be eating Costco cake and maybe even some of Kathy's own pound cake sitting around the table in room 248 laughing with one another and reminiscing about Kathy's prolific career. But instead, we're coming together virtually to create a podcast where we remember Kathy, we celebrate Kathy, we encourage Kathy, and we send her on her way to a beautiful retirement with hours of listening that she can have to remind her of her time in room 248 with the English department of Conestoga High School. Take a listen, stick around, who knows what's coming. Here we are, still making some recordings from a distance for Kathy. Today, we're going to be talking about words and how much she loves them and the joy that we get from watching Kathy and hearing Kathy use her words well. I can't help but think about some special emails that Kathy has received and sent that I might talk about later. But uh, (laughs) for now, I'm here with Cindy Hyatt and Ben Woodermore, who were eager to talk about Kathy's love of words. So here we are, (laughs) Kathy. How true. Oh my gosh, Kathy, um, you know, the words that you use, and as an English teacher, I like to think I have a big vocabulary, but um, (laughs) dang, uh, you've had added a lot of words to my lexicon. And you know, I just have a couple things that I wanted to say say to you. First off, um, Ben and Katie, what was the verb that Kathy just used last week and, and that group text about um, her computer. Does anybody remember? Oh my gosh, her computer! Mm. I have to go. I, I'll have to. It go was back something, something with Kating at the end. <laughs> I went. Oh my gosh! Here's another word I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And uh, the email she sent with a screenshot of a piece of paper she found in her desk was also incredibly dense and <laughs> typical. I'm trying to go back. Oh. <laughs> I found it. You found it. Okay, what know, was it? I don't even know how, what it is. De- <laughs> defenestrate? Yes, I, I, I used my context clues. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know what it meant, but I knew what she meant, thankfully. I knew what Kathy <laughs> meant, but I didn't know what it meant. Uh, Just thank you, Kathy. Um, we, um, you know, I, I, I have to say that one word that I, I recall distinctly uh, is pharmacopia. You know, I always heard of a pharmacy, but I'm like a pharmacopia. And I, you know, you do have, or did have a pharmacopia in, in your room. So I appreciate that. And I, I use that word a lot now, but, um, in honor of you, I was kind of thinking about words as a neologist, a really bad one at that in honor of Capo, do you remember that slang, Jamie's uh, nickname for you way back when, when, yeah. when Jamie and I started, gosh knows how many years ago. Um, there, there are a couple of things I was thinking about with, with you, Kathy, and I thought, what words could I coin that, that are you, like, like define maybe what kind of a woman you are? And one of the things that I was thinking about is that... Um, you're somebody who loves the truth. You love candor. 
So one of my words for you is you are a veritas file and uh, that uh, a seeker of objective knowledge um, and, mm-hmm. and candor. And that something that goes along with candor is um, you are an incredible BS detector. Oh my gosh, and, so quick. <laughs> is it not true? So no, yeah. this is my, my word for you, Kathy, as a BS detector, a stercus inquisitus. Stercus oh actually means dung. So oh my um, gosh. that's one of my words for you. And I also associate you with being a very strong woman. So you're my fortis femina. And finally, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I, I came across, I was reading a story in the New Yorker this weekend. And I came across another variation of a word. And I really never heard this word used before. And I thought, Kathy would love this word. You probably already know it. But it's stupidism. It's not stupidity. It's stupidism. (laughs) And that is, and this is such an appropriate word for what's happening right now in our world. It's man's ability to embrace, embrace the most absurd belief systems and sincerely believe that they are true. <laughs> so, Kathy, these are my word tributes to you. Oh, man, this, the BS detector is so yeah, it's good. Solid. It's true. Solid and heavy on the Latin roots there. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, in a similar vein, right, I wanted to thank you much like Cindy did for uh, teaching me a ton of new words and also just being an endless font of information uh, about language and how it works. Um, When we were thinking about this, my mind jumped immediately to a moment that we had in your room. I think this was earlier this year, but it could have been the end of last year as well. I had been reading a piece and a word that I didn't recognize came up in the piece, and that word was palimpsest. And I looked it up, and between the time that I looked it up and came to talk to you about it, I had already forgotten what the word itself was. (laughs) And as I came back to your desk and was talking about what I was reading, I said, it's this object, it's like a piece of paper or vellum or parchment that somebody has written on and then effaced in some way. They've either scraped off or washed off the writing on the document and they've written something new, but you can still see traces of the original writing. And you immediately said, oh, you're talking about a palimpsest. And you explained what it was to me and how it worked. And the interesting part of that to me was the metaphorical implications of that, right? Like it's a literal thing that, you know, monks would have done as they're looking to preserve parchment or correct something. And yet people use it to talk about the traces that you can still see of something that was originally there, but has been changed. Mm. Um, And I thought, what a lovely metaphor for, myself and the impact that you've had on me as a person, as a teacher, um, on the department Mm -hmm. that you've changed in so many ways in your long career teaching, both here and in Philadelphia. And I wanted to thank you for helping me rewrite myself 
and change some of the things about my practice and about the way that I move through the world. So thank you, Kathy, for being a part of my palimpsest. Oh my goodness, that is so beautiful. Yes. My goodness. I I won't forget that. And uh, that's uh, something that I'll carry with me as, uh, you know, you're retiring this year. Thanks. Yeah, Kathy, oh I, I love how you've the, educated the youngins in our department. And um, sorry, Ben, I'm calling you a youngin. That's but, okay. Uh, it, it's do true. I count? Of no. course you do. Oh, you're definitely oh, youngin. Any, right now, anybody under I... 40 is a youngin to me. But um, <laughs> uh, Kathy, like, it's not only you're teaching in the classroom, but you've like mm-hmm. had a teaching impact on all your colleagues, but in particular, mm-hmm. I would say the young ones. And um, mm-hmm. it's very special. What Ben just said is, is lovely, and it's so true. Ben, that mm-hmm. was that was wonderful. Thank you. I'm going to thank you for that, and Me thank too. you, Kathy. Thanks. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I think that both of what we've heard, it's kind of funny to make light of it a little bit, but both of what we heard from you, um, Cindy and Ben, is um, just that Kathy brings a lot of gravitas to our profession. She and you're Kathy, you're worthy of making us stop and listen and I think um to speak about like Latin roots with the gravitas but also to say that your kind of approach to each of us and to your profession makes us all stop and listen and I don't know I feel the same way that Ben does that I'm um you've left an indelible mark on my life as a teacher um and mom but really, I think most about being just a strong woman in education and being comfortable knowing that I know myself and that I can be confident in myself. There's something just so special, I think, especially about you, Kathy, being willing to tell us what you know and not shy away with it from it. But also there's very little pretension that comes with that. It's just, yes. it's really special. It's rare and I love it. And it's real. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's so real. Um, and I then agree. I thought we would be remiss to say that you do such a great job documenting the ridiculous emails that we get from people <laughs> and typos, especially. And I think we all know what I'm talking about right now. And I kind of love having an inside joke that I don't have to say out loud, but it involves a word that um, is a piece of anatomy on a woman's body that should have been books. And I'm just really glad that you taught me to print out emails and I can cross names of people off on those emails and then put those emails where I want for people to find them so we can all laugh together because words are really funny and the stakes are often humorous and I just have to say it if we're talking about words. (laughs) For real. I will also continue to uh, your legacy of uh, carrying the contract with me at all times. There is a language dispute and we need to look up at a word and its implications. I will carry that torch for sure. Mm -hmm. I am so thankful for that. Words matter. Kathy. All right, Kath. So we're going to sign off. We, you know, we're so lucky that you brought us together as colleagues so we could talk about this stuff. And we're so lucky that we have things to say to you about words. Um, thanks a lot for everything. Thank you, Kathy. Thanks, Kath.